Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Roll Radio. All right, before we start the show, I wanted to let you guys know about a cool new product I've been using. So as you probably know, I spend a lot of time sitting in front of my computer screen editing the podcast. And I realized um, that over the years, I kind of started to let myself go a bit. And I found myself feeling uh, tired and run down most of the day. Um, You know, and chugging coffee all day wasn't helping me any. So I decided to add some new health and wellness habits to my daily routine. So Liquid IV is a category-winning hydration brand, and their hydration multiplier is kind of like a long rest in a convenient little package. In just one stick, I get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. And I use it now in the mornings before I go for a long walk and when I'm feeling run down after editing all day. It's really been a game changer for me. My favorite flavor is Tropical Punch, and I always keep some handy in my bag of holding, right? And I also love that Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV also partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. Like True Heroes, they have donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. That's awesome. So I want to let you guys know that you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code ROLLRADIO, all lowercase, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Roll radio at liquidiv.com. All right, now let's tune in to Roll Radio. Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventures play the world's greatest role playing game. Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. We make our way down a long hallway towards a door at the far end. On the way, we pass a window. Outside the window, we see a waterfall glisten in the warm rays of the setting sun. We then hear the sounds of someone banging on the door. And when we finally reach the door, we see an iron rod pressed up against it, and the rod is placed in a way that prevents the door from opening. We then see a button on the rod, and then a tattooed hand reaching in and pressing it. The hand then moves the rod away from the door, and the door quickly opens. And standing on the other side is a frustrated-looking knoll. All right, so you guys have been exploring the Flotion Manor. In last session, you guys discovered a trap door in the servants' lounge that led to a storeroom in the basement. And this is where you decided to take a long rest. Uh, and you guys also leveled up to level seven. Woohoo! So the night went by uneventfully. No one came looking for cleaning supplies. <laughs> so uh, you can go ahead and prepare your spells and do your morning rituals. Yay! Oh, cool. Um, I'm going to roll my portents. I'm going to meditate on the things that are to come or maybe not to come. Okay, hold on. Um, 11. Uh, I don't like 11s. Everything's going to be right 50-50 today. 11's actually not bad. A 4. 4 is good. I can make someone trip over their uh, cape. Mm, yes. Or perhaps they forget to tie their sandal and they strip over the lash. The, 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 what is it would be? The, not the lash, the, the leather thong. The what? (laughs) (laughs) 
What are you talking about? I mean, what? that's what the sandals are bound with leather thongs, right? <laughs> so, Esmir's gonna look around. She's like, you guys think there's enough room for an elk in here? No. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, well, we won't really have a choice about that, but maybe we should wait till we're out in the hall. The hall's not that much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I can cast it in this room. There's room after his, they go out. His rack will burst through the door. <laughs> Guys, get out of the way. Go in the hallway. I, I'm going to stand right here up against the door. If it starts to expand rapidly, I will open the door and step into the hall. Okay, that sounds good. I'm gonna. I'm getting into a corner and I'm sitting down to the on the floor. Crouching. Okay. I hope number seven comes up and it's not an elephant. And I am not at its butt end. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Shkadoosh. One. Wheezy. The original, the one and Buddy, only. Give me a little hug and kissy. Wheezy, wheezy. I love Wheezy. Wheezy's tried and true. Mm-hmm. He's got the skills that pay the bills. Oh, I water my amulet or my uh, circlet. I can use my alchemy jug, give you some water. <laughs> well, you never know. You might want to save it for later. We could need a gallon of mayonnaise again. A gallon of mayonnaise. That was so bizarre. That was great. Holy crap, man. That made me laugh so freaking hard. <laughs> I was driving and I was like just drifting into the other lane. I was laughing so fucking hard. That's how you play the oh, game. Man, that was so funny. You use your resources. That's what I learned at Barvard in one of the management classes. <laughs> You gotta use your. You gotta know who your resources are and how to use them. Managing your magical resources. Exactly. <laughs> Alchemy jug sounds useless to some people. Saves the lives of millions for others. Uh, okay, it's time to explore the mysteries, the further mysteries of Flotion Manor. Yes, I feel like we're very much near the next thing. What lie? Who knows? Who knows what lies beneath the first floor of Flotion Manor? <laughs> the cellar. <laughs> uh, first, hold on a second. Um, I'm going to. If I had a sovereign my... for every second I was asked to hold on to. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to cast my mage armor. I'm assuming there's some people gonna try to kill me within the next eight hours. <laughs> so I'm just gonna mage armor activate. Skadoosh. Yeah, I think you can assume that there's probably gonna be somebody trying to kill you almost around every corner. That's what I'm thinking. They're not going to give you flowers, hugs, and small treats. Oh, and FYI. FYI. FYI, F what does that mean? FYI, FYI, at some point, I may or may not want to give you a really cool power. You would just have to be willing to accept it. I'm willing. Well, <laughs> is it a mystery power? Can you tell us what it would be? Would well, we want to accept let's it? Let's just say I may or may not be able to give you the power to breathe fire, acid, Cold. Um, let me see one second. Here. Oh, is this like some sort of dragon power? A little bit. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you too many details. But if I feel like it's a good time, you're gonna have to say, "Give me your consent now." Ah. Do you consent? I consent. I in, I in <laughs> advance. If I need the breath of a dragon. I certainly I consent. consent right now if you yeah. want to go ahead and no. bestow upon me the ability to breathe acid, even though I kind of need a, what, an antacid right now. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. Okie doke. Okay, let's go. Onward! Let's go. Everybody ready? Everybody's got their stuff? Jake, do you have your bag of holding that you forget about a lot? What? <laughs> what bag of holding? 
You have a bag of holding. <laughs> oh, this thing. <laughs> Don't forget it. Okie dokie. And you should also give thanks to me for not doing any pranks on you while you were sleeping. I know we needed our rest. Mm. And I also want to thank you for getting me out over and stealing uh, that bag of holding back in the bedroom that I left behind. And you guys have been picking up everything that's not nailed down. You left it. But yeah, because you made me feel guilty. No, I didn't make you feel guilty. I was stealing stuff from Dave from the second we got in here. It's the priest that made you feel guilty. The priest made you feel guilty. Damn priest. Hey! <laughs> Lord Flotion started off as a friend of ours. I don't like pilfering the homes of friends, you see. Mm. Hey. Thieves. He gave us permission. But... You don't have to worry about what's in my bag of holding, boy, because <laughs> we we share the spoils, you see. We split the spoils. Mm. Unlike some people who kind of hoard, you know, ivory tiles and stuff. I didn't oh, hoard no ivory tiles. I was going to oh, give no. the money to charity. Which charity? I want to know which, which charity were you planning on giving the spoils from stolen tiles of ivory? Who was the benefactor of that? Uh, well, Agma, of course. Agma. Okay, that's fine. Let's move on. Onward. All right, you open the door and look into a dark hallway that heads north for about 60 feet and then turns east. And about halfway down, there's another hallway that heads west. And directly across from you is a closed wooden door. And all is quiet. <clears throat> I put on me my owl goggles. I lower them down onto me face. Okay. And then I go out the door, the five feet to the next, or 10 feet, to the door across the way, and I listen. Okay. For what might be heard. Oh, a four. Oh. I heard boy. nothing. You get a splinter in your ear. Ouch. <laughs> I'm going to come out here, and I'm going to have AC fly up to here and see what he sees around this corner. Okay. And I could listen at the door, too. I step to one side so she can listen at the door. Excuse me, Colin. Uh, perception. Thirteen. All is quiet. Priest, get out here. I'm listen trying. Listen to this door. You're in my way. I, I step over another five feet. Get in there, Jake. It's probably a broom closet. Perception. Activate. And 18. Oh, man. What a bonus. But all is quiet. <laughs> all is quiet. <laughs> it was a lot of hubbub over nothing. Just once, I want the bad guys to be practicing their tap dancing on the other side of the wall. <laughs> you hear tap um, dancing and giggling. <laughs> I want to open the door and peek inside. Okay, you open the door and look into a room dimly illuminated by a thin window in the southern wall up near the ceiling, like a, like windows in a basement or a garden apartment, right? Yeah. And the room is lined with tall stacks of firewood. Hmm. Okay. It's a storage closet. It's storage, as I believed it would be. I say we go in and... Look for portals. <laughs> and such. Amid the stacks of firewood. Get in there and use your perception. I gotta touch my head first and give myself guidance. <laughs> oh, Jake, don't be a fool. I'm not being a fool. This is important. Well, <laughs> it may or may it. not work. Shut up, you devil side of me. <laughs> uh, Colin, I think he's in there talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little worried. Okay. I will now perceive... Oh, that sucks. Oh. A 13. Everything seems normal in here. Uh, okay, I'm going to look around the room a little bit. Okay. See if I can see anything interesting. You know, if I was going to hide something really cool, I'd hide it under a bunch of sticks. 
Mm. I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's something Esmir would do. I agree. Exactly. A thousand-year-old gold elf, though? I don't know if he would. He might. If he was smart. Maybe he wouldn't have these problems if he was smarter. Well, he hasn't factored in the gnome quality, you know, the the gnome factor. (laughs) It looks like a storage room for firewood. Okay. I rolled a four, and I could tell it was nothing important. Okay. I'm going to throw a match in here and close the door. No. (laughs) Just kidding. No. Follow me. I wouldn't do that. I kind of would, though. Esmeralda, you're the stealthiest. Do you want to go up there and check around the corner? Well, AC's up there. Ah. AC, what do you see around the corner? I see a hallway and another door. More doors. <laughs> more doors. It's, it's, yeah, more doors is how you say it. Sorry. It's always more doors. More so, doors. I would like to peek around the corner. Okay. Do you have a light source, Jake? I put up, I wanted to light my orb. The drift globe? The drift globe. Okay. The glow ball. Okay, you peer around the western corner and you see a dark corridor that goes for about 30 feet and ends with a closed wooden door. Oh. Hey, there's a door down here at the end of the hall. Okay. After you, Master Jake. I'll go. I can go listen. You go listen, Esmir. I'm going to go listen at this door and I'm going to have AC look around this corner. Uh, uh, AC's going to go up. Look around the corner. I'm gonna go to this door and listen. Okay. Oh, I, I that's a natural torn. Oh my goodness. Esmir, you hear the sound of running water. Uh, I'm gonna move to reinforce Esmeralda in case something bad happens next. And does, does AC see anything around the corner? So AC sees another long dark hallway that ends with a closed door and he sees that another hallway intersects with it, and it, that one heads north and south. Mm. Oh. So I'm going to tell these guys, ACC's a long hallway, more doors, but another intersecting hallway, mm. so we got to be real quiet, like. I'll be as quiet as I can. I'm going to quietly squeak open the door. And a little bit of poke. You peek into a chamber that has a large wash basin filled with running water, and it spans the entire west wall. This long room is dimly illuminated by a thin window near the ceiling above the basin. And in this dim light, you can also see a work table, a cupboard, and shelves lined with washing tools like boards, irons, and soaps. It's a laundry room, guys. Hey, we we're certainly in the in the servants' quarters, that's for sure. The the scullery but area. Hey, the water's running. But the water is running. It's probably part of the stream up there. You know, it's probably a little little pipe that connects this thing and that thing and then the water goes out. Or it's a death trap. It's a death trap. Or it's a death trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Um, I guess who's going to go in? Cohen, you go in because you're burly. I'll, I'll go in. I'll go behind you. I'm sure, sure our burliness is effective against running water, but... Yes, we know how you feel about water. I, <laughs> I don't like splashes. falling in it repeatedly. Splashes. You could have fooled us. <laughs> I like the way the elven architecture utilizes natural light and water features. Mm. Very much in sync with the natural world, these golden elves. Yeah, that's really elf. I'm going to roll me perception and see if maybe there's like, you know, a dryad lurking in the water or something, you know, evil mischief. There are good dryads, you know. Seven. Garbage. (laughs) You know nothing. You don't see anything strange. It looks like a big wash basin, you know, where the servants would wash clothes and such. Okay. I'm going to say it's a laundry room and we leave. Can I investigate the water and how it's working? How this, where it might be coming from or how it might be working? Sure. 17. Wow. So you take a closer look 
and you see that this basin is getting fresh water from a small opening in the western wall. And you can also see that the water from this basin is also draining through a small opening in the north wall. So you can see that this has been uh, built and designed to circulate fresh water in here. And as you're examining the plumbing, oh, the water uh, in the basin suddenly ripples. And then, emerging from the basin is a translucent blob of jelly. It has clawed appendages and tubes all around its watery form. And one of these tubes suddenly shoots a jet of water right at your face. I knew it! Water elemental. Darn, we knew we should have known. Water, earth, fire. And it hits with a 21. So this jet of water slams in your face. Roll a uh, constitution saving throw. Ooh. So a 20? Yeah. Dirty 20. All right, so this water smacks you in the face, but you quickly, you know, close your eyes so you avoid being blinded. Uh, But you still take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Jesus. Ouch. And then another blob emerges from the water. Oh no! And another jet of water sprays out at Esme. Okay, can um, can I give it my four portent? Sure. Nice. I knew I was gonna have a bad day. All right, so you duck out of the way and the water jet shoots past you. Everyone, roll initiative. Initiative. Come on, be something good. Be something good. Oh, awesome. I rolled a one. That's awesome. I rolled a five. Seventeen. Seven. Seventeen, Jake. All right, Jake. Blobby water elementals are in the laundry basin, spraying water all over Esmir. What are you going to do? Okay. Oh, boy. I am going to cast my spirit guardians. Okay. Um, so then the next thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to cast, I'm going to burn a spe- uh, second level slot and chuck my spiritual weapon at uh, scumbag number one. Water bag. Douchebag. <laughs> a water douche bag. douchebag number one. I'm gonna chuck my my like freaking book at like douchebag water douchebag number one, and that is a twenty six. Twenty six hits. Doing one d eight plus four force. Ah, what a shitty roll! Five points to number one. All right, your book slams into it. Water sprays out everywhere. Some of it splashes all over Cullen. And it's your turn, Cullen. What are you going to do? I was thinking I might try something tricky. I've got this here alchemist fire flask. I thought I might try throwing it at water grew number two. It's an improvised thrown weapon. Okay, roll a strength check. Oh... 13. 13 hits. Cool. So it does... Uh, let me get back to my actions. We'll do the fire damage. So each turn until he tries to extinguish it, he will receive damage. Okay, so it takes that three points of damage, but the fire quickly extinguishes. Oh. <laughs> See, I thought fire, they wouldn't like it. Be bad for that. Well, it didn't like it, but it, <laughs> it didn't, didn't do much. It didn't, you know, didn't stick to it because it's water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's tricky. All right. So let's see. That wasn't very successful. Let's see. What else can I do? Let me check that off. Get a straw. Start drinking. Uh, no. Well, I took an attack action, so I guess really the only thing I can do is attack. So I'm going to uh, make my next attack. Vicious battle axe, and then my file and longsword on the bonus action attack. Okay. But I need to move uh, into range, so I'm gonna go through Jake, so I don't get too close to Water Grew One, and then go attack Water Grew Two with the battle axe. Ten. Ten misses. Um. 
I could use precision and try and add a little bit to that. 16. 16 hits. Nice. So we'll do some damage. Six. Okay. Um, did it take it all? Yep. Cool. Now the sword. I, I guarantee you it's going to deflect some of this. But uh, we'll give it a try. 20. Nice. 20 hits. Oh, oh five. Boy. Took it all. Good. Yeah, he took it all. Exactly. All right. So, um, so I'm going to burn action surge and take another swing. So I'm going to action surge and then go for it with the axe. Nice. 25. 25 hits. Seven. Heavy. Heavy. Oh, oh, some damage. Nice. Making some making some headway. Nice. You're slicing up this blob of water. All right, but you get one more attack from your action surge. That's a lot of attacking. Get well, in there, boy. It's four. So let's give it a shot. Uh, nice. Eight, 19 hit. hits. 19 hits. Oh, yes. Yay. Almost maximum That's damage. Solid. 11 points. He's got to be kill close him, to dead. That's still up. Still, still well, struggling. I, I don't think he has a lot of wisdom, so we'll just see if he kills himself. <laughs> he kills himself. By running into my spirit guardians, you will see. My spirits are floating around. All right, Esmir. You've been attacked by water grooves, you're soaking wet, and you've got like a big red mark on your face from where you got water slapped. What are you gonna do? 10 points of red mark. Well, if there's one thing I know about water and electricity is that the electricity likes to move through water. 15 hits. 15 hits, and then gzzt. <laughs> So 10. 10 points. Took it all. Mmm, that did some damage. And I'm gonna say, you know, it was nice knowing you water, water goo. So <laughs> Esmir's going to disengage and move away from the Gru. I'm gonna go here. Wheezy, did you see what that stupid water Gru did to me? Let's chat about it. <laughs> okay, then we cut to AC out in the hall. What's he gonna do? AC, Esmer puts her hand to her temple. What's going on, AC buddy? Uh, not much. What's going on with you? <laughs> I just got attacked by, like, a laundry machine. It's not, <laughs> I'm glad you're not here. Jake writes down laundry machine. <laughs> I'm glad you're not here, bro. All right, now it's spirit guardian time. So Jake, target the grues and roll their wisdom saving throws. Okie doke. This is going to be fun. You grush bags. That guy grew on my face. I'm a big disgrace. <laughs> they both fail. Nice. Taking 3d8 radiant damage. Oh, 10 points. One's dead. The other one's in heavy. Sweet. Exceeds by nine. All right, nice. The guardians shred the grues. One of them just dissolves and melts back into the water. While the other one uh, points one of its slimy tubes at Cullen oh, no. and shoots out a jet of water. And this is with an eight. Nice. Cullen dodges the water jet. You know what? I'm going to do the thing I can do. Uh, parry. Uh, yeah, you can use your reaction to expend a superior die to reduce. Oh, no, that's not parry. It's it's repost. Is, uh, okay, axe time. 17. 17 hits. Wow. He exceeds by four. Yes. Nice. All right, you smack the blob with your axe, and it explodes like a water balloon. <laughs> and blob water sprays out, and it rains down all over you guys. Punch me with water, will ya? Hmm. Right on. And my and my little angelic figures are still floating about in this great circle. How long do they last? The um, spirit guardians last for. Um, what? Ten minutes. Mm. But how does that work out of combat, though? Well, how do you calculate that? 
Well, we'll just see, you know, how much time it would take to do whatever you're going to do next. Okay. I'm out of here. <laughs> Jake just starts running through the dungeon. <laughs> That's when I want to start, like, yelling in the halls. We're over here! <laughs> Um, are you guys done inspecting this room, or did you? Oh yeah, we're done. Search more. Yeah, I think we found the treasure. Yeah, the treasure was experience killing monsters. <laughs> Got it. Let's leave. All right, you guys exit the laundry room and head over to where AC's been uh, keeping an eye out, and you look down a dark, eighty-foot-long hallway that ends with a closed wooden door. And about halfway down this hallway, another hallway intersects with it. Can I have AC go do recon? Sure. AC, go see what's in the corridors. He's going to go over there. Okay. AC flies down this dark corridor and checks out this intersecting hallway and sees that to the south is a closed door and to the north, he sees the bottom of the grand stairwell. Cool. Okay, guys, AC sees to the north, great stairwell, and then to the south, more doors. <laughs> hmm. Let's go. Is that the s- stairwell that we saw before? Yep, it's the grand staircase inside that crystal domed tower. I want to come over here to the corner, and I want to peek south around the corner. Okay, you make your way over with your drift globe and guardians following you, and you look south and see about 30 feet down a closed wooden door. Uh-huh, okay. And then what happens when I move by AC and look up the hallway? You see a short stone staircase that leads up to a large circular room that is the bottom of the grand staircase and the crystal dome tower. Gotcha. And you see sunlight from that crystal dome beaming all the way down here into the basement. Gotcha, so that's back to the first floor. Yep. Okay. All We're right. running out of choices for places where we can find these portals or, you know, the lady of the house, as it were, and what we suppose are her red wizard minions. So, um, so what do we want to do? I want to go south. I think that we should, yeah, check all the doors before we go back upstairs. Yeah. So south it is. We'll follow your lead, Master Jake. Follow me. So that's what I want to do. I want to go down and listen to this door with my group of angels. Okay, I'll take a perception check. Okay. 20. Oh my goodness, that 27. 20. All is quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is definitely nothing behind that door. Damn it, that's why couldn't it. they be practicing their tap dancing? <laughs> well, we don't want to go through this door yet if we want to, unless we want to burn my angels. Burn your angels. If we want to seek out bad guys, we should go back and go through the Western, Western, hall? the Eastern, 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 corridor. Eastern. Sorry, my bad. Sure. Let's run. We'll come back to this one because there's nothing going on there. You're not even do a peek and poke. No, not even. All right. And I want to listen. Okay. Perception. A 19, a 26. Wow. All is quiet. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay, so do we want to go back south and go through that door and check out what we're <laughs> Or do we just Just open the door. <laughs> okay, I open the door. <laughs> I get yelled at and open the door. Uh, quietly. A just silent scream. A silent scream. You open the door and look into a dark windowless room. The light from your drift globe shines in from the doorway and it illuminates what looks like a workshop. You see a sturdy wooden desk laden with tools. You see several sets of shelves, a wooden tub, a wooden crate, and a wooden pallet. And on the pallet is a bedroll, a pillow, and a blanket. Weird. Someone's living down here in this little shop. Somebody is. I say that we inspect the bedroll. I'll stand guard. My perception's not the best. I might as well stand out here and make sure we don't get sneaked up on. I'm going to go to this table and check it out. 
Okay, so you check out this workshop and you see that on the shelves and on the work desk are various tools used for sculpting and several chunks of raw clay. And on the workbench, you see that someone's been working on a clay statue. It's of a humanoid devil pierced through the heart with a sword. Huh. And whoever's uh, checking out the bedroll, I'll take an investigation check. I'll investigate it. Yeah, why don't you try? 18 nice. plus seven is 25. 25, nice. You find on the pillow some strands of long golden blonde hair. She's down here. Looks like she was practicing arts and crafts. Huh. Does it look like they were keeping her prisoner in here? No, there's no like lock on the door or anything. There's no shackles or anything like that? No. Okay. And Jake, while Esmir's over there checking out the bedroll, you find more of those torn journal pages. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Esmir, look. It's another piece of the book. Colin, Colin, you how to read the paper. Oh, that's right. Buddy. Okay, bring it over here. I don't want to touch it. I will. Oh, I'll pick it up then. I go and pick it up. Okay, you pick it up, and this entry reads, I have finally realized who the voice is. The voice that began in my nightmares and followed me into my waking hours. The voice that whispers to me and reveals my darkest desires. It is the voice of a dark lord of the nine hells, a lord of Avernus, a pit fiend of great power. And he has made a deal with the red wizards of Thay. He keeps their deal a secret and will not whisper it to me but I can sense it is a plan of desperation born out of fear. The fear he feels with every painful heartbeat. I also know that I am now a pawn in his game with the Red Wizards and that it was my hatred and anger that led him into my mind. I can see that now. This is all my fault. It's That's right, Shalandra. She is having regrets about her racism. Well, it was her. It was her racism and hatred that allowed them to use her. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this is Belle, but it sounds like Belle is having a difficult time as well. Belle. Belle. What are you talking about? Belle is the pit fiend from uh, the history. Oh, the pit, the, fiend. pit fiend. the pit fiend. The pit fiend. Right. Right. So the fear he feels after every painful heartbeat which would indicate a plunged holy sword to his chest, you see. Oh, right, right, right. Where does so that say funny. that the fear, yes, the fear he feels every after every painful heartbeat. I am now a pawn in his game. Yes, so it is, you're right. It it's is. gotta be Belle, because why would she be sculpting that image? Yes, see? Hmm. But it's also interesting that she's staying in this freaking storage closet I mean, she is hiding from them. She's she's hiding from them, them, right? But she doesn't sound like she's being controlled. She's just realizing that that's what's been driving her. She's been used. Yeah. Um, it's almost like that she was driven to this thing, but now is at least in her own powers enough to be aware of it and and have regret. But right. see, it's the thing is, I'm not, it's not sure. Like she's being in control. She regrets that he was able to manipulate her, but does she regret her, you know, yeah. feelings about humans and you know her je- her her prejudices, or is she just sorry that things ended badly with her dad and her yeah. brother? Is she still power hungry? Well, it doesn't matter. It what matters is that she is definitely well. It, it matters saying, because she well, she's saying that she's basically under their control. Well, well, the thing that matters is does the reason why it matters is you know whether she regrets her her decisions or whether she regrets her path is that you know does will there come a moment when we are the option of saving her life? Exactly. Or letting her die or killing her. Right. And if she's 
regretting her decisions, then we will try to save her right. and bring her back to her brother. But if she doesn't regret or you know attempts right. to, then we kill her and let her rot. Yeah. Well, then we don't feel so bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. But it sounds to me her last line was definitely a line of regret, and yeah. it was, and there was definitely some implication in there, like. I let myself be controlled and now I'm just one of this thing and it sucks, right? But it sucks, you know, period. So there's the regret thing that it sucks, but she is admitting that she's kind of sucked into this thing now and is almost being controlled by it. What, what What did she do for him, though, that, you know, is causing her these regrets? That's the thing. Well... Perhaps the answer lies somewhere else in this basement. Yeah. Let's All let's right. let's check that southern door. Let's do it. Wait, what's on the table? What kind of tool what stuff's on the table? There are tools and supplies for sculpting clay. Okay, I'm taking the sculpting clay tools. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you exit the workshop and head to the southern door. And you crack it open and peek in and see a spacious cellar supported by a big central pillar. A copper cauldron is suspended inside a fireplace in the northeast corner. Around the room, you see several stone basins and shelves lined with bottles and tools. Along the far wall sit six large oak casks. And next to the support pillar is a table and stools three crystal bottles stand on the table. You also notice several smashed bottles on the floor. Mm-hmm. It looks like you guys have found the wine cellar. Mm-hmm. It looks like it looks like we found the wine cellar. Exactly. Wait a minute. Could the casks be the portals? Well, let's go in and look. I'd like to look at the shelves that are full of the bottles. Mm. I'm going to investigate the casks. Okay. Asmir, what are you doing? Asmir's going to wait right here in front of the door. <laughs> I say, I got a bad feeling about this. Okay. Everyone roll perception checks. I got a seven. Oh, shit. A nine. I got a rock. I got a natural 20. Okay, so Cullen, you're over here checking out these massive casks, and you can tell that they hold wine that's in, you know, various stages of fermentation and aging. Mm. But you don't find anything secret or out of place. And Jake, you're checking out the shelves, and you see lots of bottles of wine. You know, different flavors, different vintages. Uh, Some are quite old and covered in dust. And Esmir, you're scanning the room, and you see that under the table, amidst the broken glass and spilled wine, another torn page. Sweet. So, did I smell the crystal? Can I make sure they smell like wine? Yes, and it smells like delicious elven wine. Okay, so Esmir's going to take the three crystal bottles and put them in her bag of holding. How much room you got left in there? (laughs) <laughs> These are going to look sweet in my bedroom when I have some friends over for wine. You have friends? Shut up. <laughs> uh, hey, read the note, Colin. I bet you it's going to sound like really drunken and stuff. I bet you the last word will just sort of be a scrawl running off the edge of the page. <laughs> yes. With a hiccup mark in there somewhere. <laughs> so I read it. Okay. And this entry reads... The fiend has taken complete control of me now. I only have brief moments when he loosens his hold on me. I fear that soon there will be nothing left of me. So, if this is my last moment as myself, I wish to write down my final thoughts. I've done horrific things, things I tell myself I couldn't have done, but I did. I desecrated Coraline's shrine with the blood of the Flotian servants. I slit their throats and poured their warm blood upon his cold marble head. Some might say the devil made me do it, but it was my weakness that let him in. Therefore, I am responsible for my unforgivable actions. I take full responsibility 
and I deserve the hell that I've created for myself. I'm sorry, Darfin. I'm sorry I did this to you, and I'm sorry I couldn't be the sister you always wanted. Shalendra Floshin. Wow. Dude, that girl. Sister. So where's her body? That's what I'm wondering. That's the she's question. Still, I think she's completely, he he completely took her over. Yeah. So she's alive, but he's, she's possessed there. Exactly. The lights are on, but nobody's home. But she said, I am now a pawn in his game with the Red Wizards. It is my hatred and anger that let yeah. him in. I could see that now. This is all my fault. So she's not like she's happily conspiring with them. She right. realizes that she's completely screwed up. Yeah, because she is a dick. Exactly. Well, if the voice is inside of her head, then she may think these thoughts are hers, but they are not hers. Yeah. Yeah, but she has enough... She has enough self-consciousness to say, it was my being a dick that let this happen. Exactly. And murdering all the servants. Because I'm an asshole, so it's easy to, to manipulate me because I'm already a hateful wench. Right. So I slit right. their throats, she poured them in there, she knew she did that. Yep. You know, and then now she's like, ooh, ooh, oh. I, maybe I shouldn't have done that, my brother might be bad at me. But it's like, no, well, it's too late now. Uh, but Sorry. maybe if we give her the opportunity to, you know, mm, redeem we'll herself see. in a final act of suicidal glory, she'll help us out. But she says, I've done horrific things, things that I tell myself I couldn't have done, but I did. I desecrated whatever shrine. shrine with the blood of Flosha. I slit their throats and poured them war blood upon his cold head. Some would say that the devil made me do it, but I, it was my weakness. So she's conscious of the fact that she did it. That's correct. So, so we need to find Coraline's shrine. Yeah. Because I do believe that not only Dragon Spear, but also wherever Coraline's shrine is, um, is where this portal is. And she used blood magic to open it, maybe. And when we meet up with her, we like, Shalandra, the only way you're going to redeem yourself in this storyline is that you strap the bomb and you run into the hole. That's the only way it's going to end out, where people are going to be like, you know what? She redeemed herself at the end. And if you don't do that, then you're just going to be a jerk like the rest of them. Aye, then the only way you're leaving here is feet first. That, yeah, what he said. <laughs> I believe it would be the quickest way to, um, it, you know, it would definitely end her suffering quick. Otherwise, she's going to be tortured and possibly even tied to a string and floated through the town of Daggerfoot. That's true. I don't think anything like that happened to her. Good guys wouldn't do things like that. We did it to the Red Wizard. <laughs> I know. I know who you did. We'll see how, what kind of condition she's in when we found her, but I have a feeling she's going to have the glowing red eyes. She's going to be lit from below, like with the flashlight. She's going to be like, oh, hello, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> I can see it now. I can see Esmir's got her eyes closed. I can what see is it this flashlight you speak of? <laughs> well, if we do find her, I am all for helping to bring her back to her brother. I think she's beyond our ability to heal. But uh, if there's a way, we'll find it. We might be able to unhex her. If, mm -hmm. we, kill, if we kill her boss. Yeah. That's... Power of Agma compels you! <laughs> well, I think the only way to find out is to explore further. So what do you guys want to do now? Maybe maybe the secret door is in the landing area of the central staircase. I thought that that was to the other floor that we cleared. Outside! Uh, Esmir's going to take a couple bottles of wine, too. Okay. How many glasses are on the... There's just one glass on the table? Yes, just one glass. I'm gonna take the glass too. Okay. Since I got the, I got the decanters, I got the glass, and I got a couple bottles of vino. Esmer, Esmer. Yes. Send AC up the steps and have him do a little look see. Okay. AC, go to the top of the steps and hover just below the top step, and just use your eyeballs to look over. 
Okay, AC moves up to the bottom of the grand stairwell and he sees a short hallway to the north and a long hallway that heads west. Ooh. And all is quiet. Okay. I catch up with AC, the top of the stair. Okay, you head up this short staircase up into a large circular room that is the bottom of the crystal domed tower and the grand staircase. Sunlight beams down and illuminates this circular room that is tiled with an array of different types of marble. So it's like a patchwork of different patterns and colors. And adding to this mosaic of colors are four stained glass sconces attached to the walls. Flames flicker in each one, casting different colors of light all around the room. And from here, you see two more short staircases that head down. One heads north and ends with a door, and the other heads west into a long hallway illuminated by more flickering sconces. So we're still in the basement. We just got to the grand stairwell. Correct. Got okay. it. Okay. So we're not up a level. We're still on the same level. Yeah, you're still in the basement, and okay, you're now it. at the base of the tower, which is underground. And then at the very top is where the doorway that we blocked with the bar was. Yes. Okay. Which we have to retrieve. Well, there's a bunch of guys behind the door, so... Yeah. We, we'll get true. that later. We'll get it later. Let's just check the door and to the north real quick. Sure. Okay. Okay, so you guys come up to the northern door and you see that it's made from iron and that it's ornately decorated with beautiful elven designs. And in the center of it is a weeping willow tree. And above the tree is a crescent moon. Ooh, hmm. I'm feeling lucky. I think this has got to be where the portals are. So I'm going to open it with uh, stealth and see what's inside. I have AC watching the other hallway. Okay, so Cullen, you walk up to this door and you don't see any handle or any block uh, and you give it a shove and it doesn't budge. Oh, wow. Well, I guess that answers that question. Detect magic. It must be magically locked. I'll tell you right now, if it's magically locked, there's something serious behind it. Yo. Well, it looks like we got no choice but to go. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll investigate it. I'll take an arcana check. Oh, your arcane is good. Ooh. Okay, 25. Yeah, so you're pretty sure that this door is magically sealed. Wow. Magically locked doors. I know there's a boss behind the magically closed door. Yeah, we're not going to be able to break through this door. I think that we're just going to have to take the other obvious way in. We're going to have to go around, down the hallway. So let's try to go back upstairs and then go down the west hallway. Okay, you make your way west and you take a look down a 50 foot long hallway that's illuminated by flickering sconces mounted on the southern wall. At the end of it, you see a closed wooden door and halfway down, uh, built into the southern wall, stands a seven foot tall fountain. It's a statue of a jumping dolphin and water like, you know, spurts out of the dolphin's mouth and into like a three foot diameter basin. And directly across from the fountain is another corridor that heads north. Is that dolphin flotion? Dolphin flotion, <laughs> oh boy. I think the puns are my department there, Jake, but that's okay. That's kind of, yeah, the bard's job. All of this hanging around with Esmir's rubbing off on me, you see. I see. I see. Um, did you guys look down that hallway? No. Mm, no. You gotta look down. I was gonna send AC to do recon, but you guys just decided to go up there anyway. But I was following Jake. Yes, that's your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jake and Cullen, you guys started making your way down this hallway. And when you get to the fountain and where this uh, northern corridor starts, Jake, with your passive perception, you pick up on something and I whispered it to you. Wait a minute. And I I quickly, like, shove the glow ball into my um, pocket. There are sounds coming from this, this corridor here. Cullen, stay back. 
And when you peer around the corner, you see a 30-foot-long corridor with an open door at the end of it. Most of the room beyond this door is blocked by like a central pillar in the room. But you do see some shelves dimly illuminated by sunlight. And then you hear the shattering of glass. And then the high-pitched laughter of Knowles. <laughs> Breaking okay. shit for fun, I guess. Yeah, they are. Yes. <laughs> I went I went and got behind Jake because he told me to get out to get over so I wouldn't be seen. So I look back and I whisper to Esmer, Knowles, you see. <laughs> Come no, here. Knowles, you see. <laughs> we see nothing. So, the, okay, guys, huddle. Let's do a huddle. Let's do a huddle. Come on. Okay, we're huddled over here. We're huddled. Okay, let's huddle up. Come on, AC. Come on, Wheezy. Let's do this. Okay. This is it, guys. We're all huddled up, and the camera's below our head, on the floor, and our heads are around the circle. <laughs> and Esmir's like, okay, AC and Wheezy, you stay here with the old man, okay? With the what? And don't, don't let him wander. Wait, Colin, what is that over you're there? You're gonna go into the ethereal plane? You're gonna do the Frodo thing? You're gonna go in there? I'm gonna go invisible. We're gonna go in there, and we're probably gonna do all this just to kill one dumbass gnoll. Uh, but that's okay, it'll still be cool. It'll be very cinematic. Um, I might be over here washing my hands in this fountain. Look at it, it's beautiful. <laughs> that's Jake wandering, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, wait a minute. Hey, can Esmir, wait, first of all, hold on, I just thought of something. Wait, Esmir puts her finger up next to her here. Hold on one second. I just realized that fountains are a lot like wells. And Esmir's gonna, and from where she's at, can she investigate the fountain? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on a second. Guys, cause I'm getting a little paranoid. Listen, if something jumps out, don't scream. I won't, I won't, I promise, I promise. Yes, no, you have to get closer. Quit being so afraid, just inch closer. That's no. And then Jake gives her a little shove in the back <laughs> toward the fountain. And as you shove her forward, <laughs> a familiar blobby shape emerges from the water. I, uh, I knew it. I knew, knew there was a water so elemental much. in there. And out of it sprays a jet of water right into Esmir's face. Roll initiative. What? This is bullshit. <sighs> Why don't you nudge yourself, loser? <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so the party has made it into the basement of the Flotion Manor and have discovered more about what's been going on with Shalendra. They've discovered that she's under the control of a pit fiend named Belle, and surmise that this is the master they've been hearing about since the very beginning of the campaign. Uh, the same master that's been uh, controlling all the bosses that they fought in the various dungeons and who they briefly met at Firehammer Hold and the same pit fiend who took Elric to hell. And they also discovered that this pit fiend is working with the Red Wizards. Now, these are, of course, you know, things that they've been suspecting for some time, uh, but now it's confirmed by these journal entries, which is really what this dungeon has been all about. Uh, it's been about finding these pages and putting more pieces of the puzzle together, uh, which has been a change uh, from what they're used to. Um, you know, they've even made several comments on where the hell are all the bad guys to kill? Uh, I even considered titling this episode, All is Quiet, uh, because I said it so many times. And when I was first prepping this dungeon, um, the same thoughts uh, crossed my mind. Where are all the bad guys to fight? And then I realized that it's not that kind of dungeon. And by that, I mean, you know, clear every room and get all the treasure kind of dungeon. It's a story-driven experience designed to uh, solidify what's happened so far and to set up the upcoming events and ultimately the final chapter of the story. 
You know, and I think it's been uh, working out so far. I think the players have been enjoying the change of pace as well. I hope you're enjoying it too and are excited to see where it goes. There are plenty of surprises uh, yet to come. And if you'd like to help support our little podcast, please make a donation or better yet, become a patron. That way you'll get early access to the episodes and have access to all kinds of outtakes and bonus content. You can also support us by supporting your dice addiction at fanrolldice.com and enter the promo code ROLLRADIO and get 10% off of your purchase. Check out the show description for all these links or visit rollradio.com. The game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module by Wizards of the Coast. All the in-game music and sound effects are from sirenscape.com because epic games need epic sounds. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody, and tune in next time to see if our heroes ever find that damn portal room. All righty then, shall we? Wait a second. We shall wait until the DM tells us what is happening to us. <laughs>